When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, que tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Smart journalism, fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Bienvenidos, mi gente. Gloria Estefan here. You are listening to Red Table Talk, the Estefan's podcast. All your favorite episodes from our Facebook Watch show in audio. Has cancel culture gone too far? Everything I do is twisted. I've lost two record deals, friends, sponsors. Please, I love TikTok. I'm sorry. I will shut up. In the minds of the overwhelming majority... I am irredeemable. You sound like such a hypocrite. A lot of people could say the same thing about you. No, that's just up. Are we ready, ladies? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we answered the same thing. I don't know. All right, well, let's get started. In 2021, the concept of cancel culture is everywhere. From our politics to pop culture, some view cancel culture as a modern form of social justice. A way to hold others accountable for offensive words and actions, past and present. Others feel that cancel culture is a dangerous trend led by online mobs who will stop at nothing to silence anyone or anything they disapprove of. I think, personally, it has gone too far. I think it's dangerous. I feel like accountability, personally, for me, and cancel culture are two separate things. I'm glad the world is changing and we need to hold people accountable for being racist or being homophobic. For example, in the case of somebody who has broken the law, maybe even, you know, an abuser of some sort, they need to be 
taken out of society to not be a threat, but that's not the responsibility of a 14-year-old online. Yeah, but if you take them out, the biggest question is, do you forgive them? Do we give them a second chance? Human beings are going to make mistakes. You've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. The danger is there that it's a broad yes. spectrum. Some people have been canceled for, in my opinion, things that they haven't even done. And then there are people who deserve to not have a platform. But a lot of the time, I think that they're kind of viewed possibly in the same kind of way. Okay, or they've been canceled for something they did 20 years ago. Right. When things were different. So are we really doing something that is helping the society? I, I think we're way more sensitive. I've been doing the same show, El Gordo y la Flaca, for the last 24 years. And I can look back and say there are things that were, now when I see it, it was politically incorrect, totally. But it was the times. I've been watching this with a keen interest And Because just, you went through some kind of uh, cancel culture in 1997. I did, you know. Mom, spill the tea, you got canceled. I walked right into a firestorm when I stood up for a woman who was let go from the county film board for expressing her opinion that artists from communist Cuba should be able to perform in Miami as the embargo states. I wrote a letter to the paper defending everyone's right to freedom of speech, even those whose points of view may not reflect our own. And... The first thing I write here is that let me clearly state that I am staunchly anti-communist. A guy got a steamroller and steamrolled my CDs. I got trashed, dragged, they call it now, right? That's a new word. Come on, I, lingo mom. Girl, I just learned that this week. What happened to me was local. Now it's worldwide. For a long time, people have been doing this to other people. It's not something new, but it has evolved and changed with the internet. The rise of gossip bloggers like Perez Hilton in the early 2000s paved the way for today's online mobs. As the man behind Hollywood's most hated website, Perez made a name for himself by urging his followers to cancel scandal-plagued stars like Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan. In 2010, he had a change of heart and vowed to stop attacking and insulting celebrities on his blog. Welcome, Perez! I'm sure a lot of people are going to know you that are watching this show. And a lot of people are probably going to be angry at you. Me? Yeah, for Bring giving, it, me, baby. giving me a platform. And that very well may be true, but changing this dialogue and moving forward, the importance of having you here is for you to speak of you've contributed to this world and now how are you going to contribute to changing it? What do you consider yourself when it comes to the industry? I consider myself an entertainer. I, I wouldn't say I'm a journalist, although I do take what I do seriously. But for example, like there were human beings on the other side of your stories and we have to call a spade a spade yeah. here. You said some oh, pretty absolutely. hurtful things. Did you feel powerful when you did those things? That word power to me, it never resonated because that would imply that I can force people to do things and I can force people to think a certain way. I could have influence, but I'd like to view it more like opportunity. Right. I have the opportunity to share and people have the opportunity to receive. Seriously? Yeah. I viewed what I did as shining the light. Mm. I'm shining the light on celebrities that get it right and those that get it wrong, those that are behaving badly. And in your mindset, did you think maybe, oh, well, they know what they signed up for? That's one of the many talking points that I would tell my brain to program it oh. to justify my behavior. I was a drug addict, mm. and attention was my drug. Mm. I knew what I was doing was bad, and I kept doing it, and I kept being rewarded for it. And by the way, I think that's one of the big issues 
with social media and the kids that are getting on it because we all crave attention and we all crave acceptance. Right now, acceptance is likes. Perez was getting plenty of those likes on TikTok until late 2020 when he was banned from the site. I feel like my world is crumbling. He suddenly found himself on the other side of the cancel culture coin and begged TikTok to reconsider. Get on the phone with me and talk to me, please, TikTok, anybody. But the ban remains in effect. What did you do? On the app, you know, they have this thing called the For You page where random videos pop up on your feed. I saw this video because she was and still is the most followed person on TikTok, Charlie D'Amelio. At the time, she was just 15 years old. I saw this video of her on the beach in a bikini dancing what I thought was sexually to a song with very explicitly sexual lyrics about having sex. So what I said, which I do not regret, I would have rephrased it now, okay. was, is this appropriate? I should have maybe- That was the question? But mm-hmm. didn't you also call her like bland? She's very girl next door. Bland, basic, boring. That's still a 15 year old girl. She's a child, you know? Did I, you I, do it for the views? No. Because she was like the number one. Calling her blank or asking that question. No, just getting oh. in the fray. Um, because no, it was, a, it was a specific question that I had. And there was like a petition to get me banned. And I, I just was viewed as the enemy. A petition? And where? I, where does this happen? This Change.org. I do think it's interesting, though. A lot of people, both old and young, think that having an opinion that might not be positive is bullying. Were you bullied in school? I was for being fat, actually. What did you learn from those dark moments in your life? I wasn't aware of it at the time, but the whole birth of Perez and so much of what I did and still do was a reaction to my childhood trauma. Now I realize I was kind of wielding a sword. And I just wanted to wield the sword because life had been so unkind and unfair to me. But a sword can really hurt people. At the height of his blog's popularity, Perez was infamous for outing closeted gay celebrities like Clay Aiken, Lance Bass, and Neil Patrick Harris before they were ready to come out to the public. Did you feel maybe because you were openly gay that that was your, like permission to out people that were gay that didn't come out? No, that's just f***ed up. I never understood how you as a gay man could put anybody in that situation. Were you Like, outed? I don't understand that. I was outed by a family member. Okay. But... To the family. Yeah. Now, to the to the family. I was no. outed to my family, too, and I can tell you, if somebody did that to the public, if you had done that to me, oh, girl. To answer your question, yes, you know... please. <laughs> I knew what I was doing was wrong. I would tell myself all these mantras, all these talking points to, you know, being that drug addict. Well, I'm going to do this because of that. So rationalize. Yeah. I would say things like, well, I'm just sharing with my friends online what my friends in private talk about. So why should I treat my my public friends any differently than my private friends? They're not your friends. They're the audience of these people. When something happens to your car, you might say... No! 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free okay perez uh, i want to address this with you because last week we had lauren hodegi at this very table to talk about the online abuse of women and your name came up and one of the things that bothered her the most was the photo that you tweeted because it was almost forcing her to come out. Let's watch it. To the point of the coming out thing, I wasn't ready. I didn't know because I'm also Latina, yes. you know? So there was that looming thing of like, what is my community going to feel about me? And my immediate family knew, but it was like in news. So articles. you were outed to the public. Yeah, I felt really violated. Yeah. I don't view myself as outing her. That picture that was in the photo booth, she never intended for that to get out. For especially young women, sexuality is so fluid. What Girl, is wrong with you? I'm so serious. You can't say for a woman for, like and a male, oh, well, gay man, it's different. Like, women have sex with women, like, no matter, like, that's different. There's a lot of women who will make out with that's, women and don't identify that's so hurtful. as... Men and a lot of people in society will look at two women together and they don't legitimize our relationship because they're like, oh, girls make out with girls. It's just a college phase. Oh, yeah, girls together are hot, like, which is what I, you're doing right now. I think a, you can't, sexuality like, is very, for a lot of but women, But you're a man, you're not a woman. You can't speak to a woman's experience. That's not fair. 
when I shared those photos, I didn't say anything negative. Right. I just shared the photos that were already trending. It's not like, ooh, you I got this exclusive. You just hopped on the train and took advantage so that you would get more views and followers. I wouldn't view it as taking advantage. How did I take advantage well, of her? But that's what you said before. Like, oh, you see a good story. I'm going to just spread it and perpetuate it. What I'm saying is just let it go. Like, let her figure it out herself. It kind of goes back to just, like, the nature of what I do or a show like El Godre La Flaca. What do we do? Okay, wait, tell you me. You don't I post it. You but wait for her to line? speak. That has nothing to do with her career. Okay, yeah, wait, it's wait, a wait. story. Wait, Why wait, do you have to Now we it? know the story, but as an entity, as a show, if we get a picture from Lauren, we would have done exactly but the same up. That's my point. It was private. It was taken How from her private. How do we know that that picture was because private? Because it was known that it was a private family photo. Did you know that? No, it was at a wedding. It was social media. This is a problem as a culture of exploiting young people for things like their sexuality, their private life. We should have people who put flags in the sand and say no. Okay, I'm but then you're talking else. about censorship or what are you saying? I'm not talking about censorship. I'm talking about we have somebody right here who right. has done damaging things to a lot of people and has been on the other end of receiving hate. I've accepted that in the minds of the overwhelming majority, I am irredeemable. Okay. Hmm. There is nothing I could ever do change, grow, evolve, mature to make things right with my past. Like, not even if I donated all of the money that I've made over the last years, if I gave it all away, they would say, okay, that's nice. It still doesn't erase his past. Or, that's great, he's still a D-bag. Or, what an idiot, I can't believe he gave away all yeah. of his money. I do believe that a lot of people view cancel culture as a form of entertainment. Absolutely. All right, YouTube star Gabby Hanna skyrocketed to fame in 2013 and has consistently made headlines for online feuds with other social media influencers. Those feuds have escalated to online mobs calling for Gabby to be canceled. Fans of her rivals have even started a petition similar to the one that led to Perez Hilton's TikTok ban. Gabby, who's also building her music career, says this has devastated her both personally and professionally. No matter what I say or do, it's just like everything I do is twisted. Welcome, Gabby. This table's on fire, woman. It's Hello. on something. Hello. Oh my God. Hey, Gabby. I'm absolutely just aching back there. You should have just come on out. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to. I was trying to be respectful. Welcome. First of all, I cannot tell you how honored I am to be here with everyone at this table. Well, thank um, you. I am obsessed with you so much. Everything that you're saying. I at least like... someone is. No. <laughs> so I feel like you're speaking out of my journal. Like everything that you've been saying about the picture, because you are absolutely correct. It's the equivalent of if somebody starts a rumor in high school and it's kind of gossip among the mean girls and then somebody takes the overhead and announces it to the entire high school and then the principal sends a newsletter to the entire community. That's the difference between what they did and what you did. So, and validation you, for you. Right. <laughs> you had the Gabby show. Would you have posted that picture? Absolutely not. My content doesn't revolve around other people. Like, look at my top videos. Like, I'm making content about myself. I would never want to make my name on, I was going to say no offense, but yes, offense. I would never make my name on someone else's. What do we do on a TV show? 
I think that if it's something involving somebody's sexuality or anything involving anybody's personal life, I personally don't think that the media has to say anything about anyone. And that's where I think that we need a drastic shift in culture. We do love talking about celebrities as if they're characters. Humanity is completely out of the window. And I say this as somebody who obviously had a really great life online, but it's just, we have to start looking at humans as humans. If I ask Gabby, like, who are you? Are you a musician, actress, entertainer? I would identify as an artist, first and foremost, of a lot of different kinds. That's how I like to identify. That's what makes me feel good. And I like to spend most of my days creating. I started this when nobody knew what social media was. And I was 22 years old. I just came out of college. And I remember telling people, I'm going to be a Viner. And people said, that's not a thing. And I said, it will be. <laughs> so I kind of dove into it without really understanding what that meant. And that's also when I didn't work through anything in my life yet. And I had so many mental issues going on. And I had so much past trauma. I was trying to figure out who I was. I was right. 22 years old. Like but now everyone. here I am. And I'm 30 and there's so much of my life online and so much of my energy and my privacy that people now have access to that I wish I could eliminate. But these kids now... So you regret it. Of course. That's why when I see these children... I, I was in 10th or 11th grade when I got my first cell phone. We had limited text messages. Mm -hmm. These kids are on their phone all the time. And what happened in the pandemic is they have nothing to do but be on their phones, accessing every part of each other's lives. Everything is digital. I went to the internet because I had a really hard time socializing in real life. I had a hard time making friends. And then all of a sudden I'm on the internet and I have all of these followers who think I'm cool and now I'm the popular girl. So I wake up- Did you maybe have up, this addiction that Perez talked about? Or? Absolutely. But what upset me is when I was back there is I was really eager to hear what you had to say. And it feels like you can't take accountability at all from where I'm sitting. Like hearing you speak, it sounds like you have no idea what you're saying. You sound like such a hypocrite. You're still doing the thing that you got canceled for, but you know, you don't have to say anything about anyone. Like you can just shut your mouth and that'd be cool too. <laughs> a lot of people could say the same thing about you. In fact, over the last few months, Many people have come forward accusing you of very hurtful, toxic, cruel things. And people can do their own research. And if they do, which you'll see, there's nothing there. I never intentionally got into the drama community. The drama community got into me. <laughs> the online drama came to a head when Gabby posted a series of emotional videos before deciding to take a break from social media and walk away from her millions of subscribers. Everybody's already decided that I'm like this monster, combative, wants to hurt people person. Everybody created a version of me that's just not real. And it okay. felt like everyone in my actual real life, not the people who pretend to know me based on whatever interaction they've had, they say it feels like the people on the internet literally think you're the opposite of who you are. And I wanted to prove them wrong. Like, I just wanted to show them who I was. But that's where the ego comes in, is I cared so much still about what other people thought still about me. Still now? No, not now. But, like, yeah. at that point, when I was, like, making those videos and trying to defend yeah. myself and tell my side. I've always been, like, an oversharer. So, like, if I'm sad, I, like, talk about it. Like, I post about it. When I show them that I'm hurt, it hurts more when people pick it apart and, like, tell me that I'm, like, faking or that I shouldn't be feeling this way or, whatever, or that I deserve it. Okay, this is very valuable. It's important that we show the ultimate thing that can happen Consequences. with popularity. Through the course of this, I've lost two record deals. I've lost 
friends, opportunities, money, numbers. Like there wasn't a professional, personal, financial, any type of benefit that I've gotten from this and I have not wanted it. That's why I think I've tried every single thing that I could do. And then the only thing that I felt like I had left was, okay, I guess I just have to tell my side. But then halfway through that, I I stopped because even that I realized like, okay, this is not feeding my soul in the way that I wanted it to. That will affect your mental health. Of course. You know, I've been canceled and am canceled over and over again by the public. You're re-canceled. But one thing we have not talked about, which I find sad and interesting is cancel culture has become so accepted in so many circles, especially when you're talking about politics. On both sides, if you disagree, if you don't think the way that other people yes, think, right, you're instantly canceled. Right, right, and right. listen, I grew up in Miami yeah. with a lot of family members. Yeah, yeah. You can't even have a conversation. I know. I, I don't align with their views, but that's still my family member, and yeah. I'm still going to love you. And That's important, and I'm really glad you said that, because there isn't enough love in disagreement. Just like I came out here, I was like, I don't agree what you're saying about like girls. That's why I came out a little bit heated because that conversation was like, I'm still a little bit heated. <laughs> yeah, so <just> <laughs> he's always heated. Come. But like you and I can disagree, and we can have nothing but respect and love for each other, and that's a good thing. So thank you for just like pointing that out. We can all, as human beings, and this is something I feel like we need to work on is empathy. Oh yes, we want to try to figure out this whole new world and what we should change in it or how we can help it be better. And to me, what's especially scary is that, you know, we keep seeing now people in their 20s losing jobs over things they said when they were teenagers yes. on social media mm. over a decade ago. When you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. 
United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Here to help us unpack this complicated issue is NYU communications professor Gabrielle Gambrell. Professor, how far does cancel culture go? Like, do, do you hold somebody accountable for things right, they said when they right. were children that didn't have an idea of what they were doing? It depends on how many people are coming to say, uh-uh, that's not okay. How many people are like, uh, I'll let that slide. As people, no one is perfect. Right. And we recognize yeah. that no one is perfect. We talk about cancel culture. We talk about people's reputation, their credibility, and their profit. Why are you concerned with someone's credibility? Is it because there's a social impact element there? Mm. Is there because... Are they harming the world? Yes. Is someone doing something wrong where you're like, actually, we need to step in because I just did research and this is wrong. And hey, guys, I actually do need your help because justice needs to be done. I don't even necessarily think that cancel culture is a bad thing. I wouldn't call it cancel culture. I do believe that righteous indignation could be and often is a positive. But what is disappointing is it seems like so often people's go-to is cancel first. Where's the line? The line is determined by the public. You know, Bill Cosby is a convicted rapist. Yeah, I know, that's... He was released from prison on a technicality. Mm -hmm. Since his release, he has announced plans to do a docu-either series or film and go on tour, a stand-up comedy tour. I'm pretty sure it'll sell out. Why is he being allowed now to go on tour and do a documentary? Yeah, and it really speaks to who's outraged, who's upset, who's trying to cancel you. So if we talk about one of the greatest entertainers of all time, Michael Jackson. Yes. You say Michael Jackson, I'm, I'm seeing a PYT like all right. day long. However, to some people, mm. if you say Michael Jackson, they may say, mm, don't play that here. They may bring up children. They may bring up certain things. Yeah. It's based on your perception or that community you're speaking to. Now, if things are of the past and things resurface, you need to help your audience, help your community understand who you are today. Hmm. Another thing of cancel culture, was your intent malicious? Are you being rude? Are you being disrespectful? And then that also gets to people talking about cancel culture or bullying. Because when you bully someone, if you are a bully, you are intentionally trying to hurt someone and not necessarily give them better. Okay, so when it comes to cancel culture, yes, when is it too far When someone is contemplating their life, when someone is saying, this really hurt me, or, you know, do I deserve to be here anymore? Can I ever come back from that? That's where cancer culture can be dangerous. And again, I say, parents, we have to be aware of what our children are seeing, doing, how much time they're alone on the web. It's a very dangerous place. It really is so toxic and dangerous. I can't think of another resource like that that has ever existed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I would like to hear final thoughts from the both of you, Perez. I think one great solution is to really treat everybody like family and view them like a cousin or a brother or a sister and acknowledge, I don't agree with that, 
but you're still my brother, you're still my cousin. And if you view people that way, you'll treat them and talk about them differently. That's very important. And Gabby? Gabby? We have this type of society now where everybody is allowed to have an opinion and everybody feels really almost like they're supposed to have an opinion on everything. I think we just need to really lead with kindness more and also try to detach ourselves a little bit from the conditioning that we have with social media, which is this is all we're worth now. For me, at least, like so much worth came from numbers because when those numbers start slipping from 5 million views to 1 million, you're like, well, what am I doing wrong? And now you're in this cycle of trying to please everybody but yourself and you lose your soul and yourself completely. And this is a lesson for all of us. We need to lower the temperature of our social discourse in every way. And we can't continue to silence or cancel someone just because we disagree with them. And the only true way forward is to respectfully engage in an open dialogue that fosters growth, empathy, and compromise. Thank you to all of our guests who joined the table today and to all of you for being with us. Human beings are going to make mistakes. You've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. Me? I've made no mistakes. <laughs> we keep growing until the day we die. If you think you know it all, you don't know anything because we'll continue to evolve every day. And maybe we're all coming out of the dark. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com forward slash Red Table Talk Estefans. Red Table Talk The Estefans is a production of Westbrook Studios in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital, así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 
Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.